0: I've been Alexa, and stop. What's going on, Facebook Live? Hey, guys, Scott Butcher, Westbrook Supply Co. in the building. Coming at you guys uh, a little bit different, a little bit different format. I got some new software that I'm playing around with, so it's a little bit different, uh, a little bit different setup for Westbrook Wednesday than what you guys are used to. Um, uh, you know, we're growing, we're doing things a little bit better. On I've got the other show that uh, that we're that we're partnering up with with KBF uh, that we're doing on Tuesday nights now called Way In, and uh, you know we're just we're evolving. Things change, things get better. You gotta you know you gotta provide a better product, and and you know and and and. Uh, Something a little bit more entertaining and something a little bit more crisp and a little bit more clear. And so uh this is the first time that I've kind of kind of had the opportunity to put this equipment together and uh and and to do this with uh with our Westbrook Wednesday. And so uh so there's a learning curve. So there may continue to be a learning curve moving on into the night. But uh guys, I tell you what, I am super, super excited about the show tonight and uh and and coming off of last week's uh westbrook's wednesday where we interviewed ron champion we actually did westbrook wednesday on thursday last week um because of the mike iconelli interview with uh with jeff little and ryan lambert uh so we moved ron over to thursday night and uh and did a phenomenal interview with him if you guys haven't watched that absolutely I, i recommend you guys go back and check that out um it was a little longer than our typical interview but uh but had some really, really good stuff in it, some really great content. Ron's an amazing human being, and we just – we had a lot of fun. So um, uh, last week we were running high off of fumes uh, from the FLW KBF Cup, and uh, and then we were getting ready to go into the Three Rivers Throwdown, which ultimately bad weather rolled in, or the, the bad weather reporting rolled in, I should say, and uh, and we had to cut that event here in, short, in Georgia, uh, had to kind of cut it off. I know that KBF is hosting a uh, another big series, another big trail this coming weekend up on uh, up in New York, I think on Lake George. And I think the last time I looked at that, I think there was like 85 or so guys uh getting ready to compete up there. So, you know, I know that the weather has been super shifty and uh you know, so to have that many guys uh you know, getting ready to get on that pristine lake up there, I'm I'm expecting some uh some serious inches put up up on Lake George. So, it should be uh it should be really, really good. So, um, you know, and then this uh, and then also this weekend on Kentucky Lake is the Hobie BOS series. And I know a lot of guys are going there and getting ready to travel and go do that stuff. So good luck to everybody in tight lines this weekend for everybody that's, that's paddling and, and, and fishing all over the place. Um, uh, guys, if you're new to the channel for some crazy reason and you're just tuning into Westbrook Wednesday, first off, welcome, guys. Welcome. A couple things, a little bit of business kind of get out of the way first. I uh, see Steve Hoffman's coming on, Jonathan Timmons, Walton Doyle. What's going on, guys? What's going on? Uh, if y'all guys would have, uh, uh, give us a shout out, uh, let us know where you're tuning in from, and then you guys can go in and share this video right down at the bottom of your page, right there on Facebook, is a tab that says "Share." You can go in and share that, and I'm going to do that right now, actually, while we get ready to bring our guest on, Miss Christy Hoover, Mama KBF herself, and uh, so uh, I'm excited for a uh, a pretty uh, a pretty bare knuckle round of uh, of plead the fifth. Uh, if you guys aren't familiar with Miss Christy, um you're gonna be uh, over the next over the next hour because she's uh she's quite feisty she's the only human being that i know of that can go toe to toe with uh with the immovable object of mr hoover himself and, uh, and and I've gotten to see her do it a couple of times, uh, you know, both around KBF and not as I've gotten to kind of grow my friendship with the with the Hoover family over the past year and a half or so. And so um, we're excited about a uh, about a phenomenal interview and a great show tonight. So Alan, Ro- uh, Alan Robinson is tuning in saying he's here from Dallas, Georgia. What's going on, guys? I'm going to go ahead and kind of tune in and go ahead and bring Christy up and kind of bring her in. Um, and uh, I'm going to go share my, uh, share the video real quick with my own personal audience and uh, and get you guys to kind of do that as well. So, uh, late to the show tonight is, uh, is Mr. Brad Cody, who's actually walking in the door right now as we speak. So, if any of you guys are missing him, uh, he's walking in the door right now. Say, what's up, Brad? What's up, Brad? <laughs> we'll get him tuned in here in just a second. I, uh, I was actually just about getting ready to get this shared, but you know what? I'm going to hand that off and let Brad do that for me. What's up, buddy? Oh, no How are you, man? Nice shirt. I'm glad we could wear it. Guys, y'all... Hey, let me pull the camera around. Brad, slide in over here, dude, and uh, look at uh, our twinsies. Where do I go? Look right there. Boom. Right there. We're twinsies today. You're not wearing the same hat though, right? Uh, no. I almost wear that hat. Well, and in my defense too, I've got the short sleeves, you know, uh, for the gun show. Ladies, calm shoes. yourself. <laughs> Mama Hoover, calm yourself. I've got the short sleeves on. Uh, if you guys are not familiar while we're while we're repping the Angler swag, uh, today's the Angler Spring Update. And it's the biggest release, uh, the biggest launch and release of, uh, of updated software that the Angler company has put out. And it's been all over social media all over today. Uh, they actually made an announcement inside one of their groups earlier where we almost, uh, I say we, as in the the competitive or, or the cumulative whole, uh, almost crashed their servers today. There was so much activity going on. We didn't crash it. They were able to come in, come in and... and uh, and rally but it's it's been one of the better days that that uh that they've seen and they're super exciting we're going to talk more about them as obviously they're the giveaway that we're giving away at the end of the plead the fifth interview but without all of that get that humbo mumbo jumbo brad what do we leave out buddy anything that we left out no he's such a he's such a beautiful talker ladies and gentlemen such a beautiful talker man of many words. a man of many words anyway so uh, speaking of many words and, uh, and, and just a straight dead knockout on the heels of mother's day, guys, please smash that like button to smash that heart button and give a big round of applause for mama KBL for herself. Miss Christy Hoover. I, got- I need to add sound effects. Like that should be, that's the next step of involvement. Like I can do a whole big applause, you know what I mean? And kind of bring that in
1: guess-
0: yeah, okay. the golf clap, the golf clap. I'm sure Chad's somewhere in the vicinity golf clapping behind you, right?
1: He is not, and he's not watching. And what? He is completely... Well, I way.
0: feel like I should be offended.
1: I know. He, he, I feel like I'm offended, too. He just, <laughs> no, I'm not watching your interview. I was like, are
0: you... Oh, he's so full of it. He's watching. He, we'll have to look and see into the viewers. He's He's under an A-list. He's got some other name that we don't know.
1: I feel like he's probably not.
0: I really do. Uh, yeah. Oh, no. Well, he'll have to go back and watch later, because I'm expecting fireworks coming out of this interview tonight.
1: Right. He said he wasn't sure if he was going to go back. I'm like, what is that? Like, you asked me to watch every video of yours. Right. So, we'll Love
0: see. and marriage. Where is the support, honey? No, I can see right now that we've got uh, Miss Lynette just tuned in, Mr. Corey <laughs> Dreyer. What's going on, Steve Hoffman? <laughs> Guys, if y'all are not sure who Miss Lynette is, uh, A, you're wrong. And uh, that that's, that's, that's Christy's other, other half. Yes. And uh uh she's uh she's quite the firecracker herself and <laughs> my
1: better half. limited. Oh. oh, that's
0: the better. Oh, well, <laughs> guys, welcome to Westbrook Wednesday where we're going to start fireworks <laughs> right now. <laughs> it's uh it's it's going to be an interesting evening for sure. Uh guys, y'all smash that uh thumbs up, Brad. We getting any kind of feedback? Everybody's good. Uh sound and volume. Uh Miss Miss Christie looks great with her lighting there. Oh, looks like good. I tell you what, you even look like you I mean, dressed up. She's got her hair did like know, right. I'm used to seeing her run around, you know, 300 guys sweating around kayak tournaments.
1: Right. Well, this is where I work most days. Like I work on the the kids lovingly call this my corner couch because it's just my corner of the couch. And so this is kind of my this is where all the magic happens. The
0: magic happens. The magic happens. Now, there's an innuendo there that I'm not going to touch because this is a (laughs) PG-13 kid show. But if you guys are not familiar and haven't been in their living room and I'm blessed to have been in their kitchen. And been in their living room is that they have a they have a big L shaped couch and she sits in the back corner right behind Chad's massive king chair
1: yeah. that he
0: sits in which actually he's you know he's down a bunch of weight so he doesn't really need that bigger chair anymore.
1: We're gonna get rid of it. I think maybe this weekend.
0: <gasps> what? I know. I know. Oh my! Does Chad know that?
1: Yeah, he's he one of it. <laughs>
0: I got you. All right, cool. Well, cool. Well, uh, uh, I tell you what, Christian, before we dive into this and before we dive into game of plead to fifth, if for some crazy reason there's, there's somebody watching that doesn't know who you are, uh, introduce yourself and, and, and tell us, uh, uh, you know, tell, tell us, you know, who you are and, uh, and, you know, and how, and how we can help, Uh, how we can help Brad, you got me all distracted over here. Sorry. (laughs) Tell us who you are and, uh, and, 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 and what you do with KBF.
1: Um, I just support Chad. So my name is Christy Hoover, and I am Chad's wife. And I really just support him. I do nothing.
0: (laughs) That's that's completely untrue in 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 every aspect of the in every aspect of the.
1: I my official title, which I'm not big on official titles, but my official title is VP of Sales and Finance. So pretty much, if there is any tourism support, if there's a sponsor. Uh, Whether your product support or an actual sponsorship that helps with bonus bucks and things like that, then I'm the one who does those negotiations and I write the contracts and all that kind of stuff. So, um, and a couple of other things, loose ends that need to be fixed.
0: I got you. You're you're.
1: That, you're I'm just supporting.
0: Your official title. As, and I don't care what anybody says. I don't. I, don't, I know that Chad's the boss man, but I don't care what anybody says. Your official title is Mama KBF, yes. Because that's just about what every single anger that runs around. That, and we're going to get into some of that. So, so I tell you what. Let's just go ahead and take the gloves off, and let's dive straight into straight into our game here. So, guys, if you're just tuning in, and this is your first Westbrook Wednesday, uh, uh, let me tell you a little bit about what we do here. This is this is we we decided that that with this platform, we wanted to take an opportunity to not just talk about fishing, but to talk about the kayaks fishing industry as a whole. And to talk about some of the some of the conversations and some of the stories and some of the backstories about who this industry is and what this industry is, and so we've set up a game that we call Plead the Fifth, and what it is is it's a series of six questions that the interviewee tonight, Miss Christy Hoover, Mama KBF, uh, has no idea what's coming. Um, I, I may or may not have interviewed family and friends, and even Lynette, possibly. I'm just saying. Sure um that uh you know to kind of get some insight and, and kind of know anything and with this interview obviously you know we we've got a we've got a relationship um you know that that uh that you know that isn't around kbf and and, and stuff like that to where we know each other you know decently well we spent some time together um uh you know as 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 friends not as not like that chad if you're watching this he's a bigger man than me i gotta tread lightly yeah. But uh but anyway, guys, this is a game that we call plead to fifth, and we wanted it to be a uh, an opportunity for you guys to learn more about the industry, more about the anglers and the people behind the industry. And uh and so uh we're fixing to get started with this. Miss Chrissy, you get six questions. You have one plead to fifth. You can use that at any point in time you want to nope. without uh without any uh any follow-up questions. Once you say I plead to fifth, we move on to ne- we move on to the next questions. <laughs> However, if you don't use that plead to fifth. During during any of the six questions, you win absolutely nothing.
1: Great, that's the story of my life.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, I, I we're going to get into that. Actually, we're going to get into that. So, all right, guys. So, without without any further ado, uh, uh, this is Westbrook Wednesday. I am Scott Butcher. This is Plead the Fifth, and this is the Mama KBF, Miss Christy Hoover. Question number one. Uh, we're actually going to kind of roll, kind of gentle into this. All right, we're going to roll kind of <laughs> gentle. All right. right gently rolling into this on on the heels of mother day mother's day this past weekend uh you're a mother yourself not only uh uh you know uh, a mom but you're you're in a blended family now with with chad and his and his kids and um you're also like i said you're mama kbf to so many of us anglers in the sport um with with so many of these guys looking to you for help in so many different ways and you're constantly kind of Uh, you know, giving of yourself. And like you said, kind of being, you know, being the whatever it is you need to be, you you become it. And you kind of take that role on a lot like a mother does. I watch my wife do it every single day. And so what do you think it is about these anglers that keep you so motivated to want to get you to continue to be Mama KBF?
1: Hmm. Well, um, I think the root of it is that I am an only child. And so I grew up in this huge extended family, but I was the only child in my immediate family. And I saw how all these people worked together and we would go to family reunions and it would just be us three. And we would walk in. All these people have all these stories and they're laughing and they're just happy and they're all together. And I thought, man, someday I want that. And I really, I mean, even though, you know, we have, like, a whole gaggle of children together, um, I really still never felt that way until all of the Anglers. I mean, it really, truly is a huge family. And, you know, I think that so many times that they get tired of hearing, oh, you're, you know, you're part of the family. You're part, like, the Anglers are our family. I mean, legit. I will never forget, everybody says, you know, especially to a bride, what's your, what's your best memory of your wedding? And I will have to say when 600 anglers, after they had been fishing, counting pre-fishing and everything, seven or eight days, it was at the end of an extremely long, hard fishing day. They were tired. They were hungry. They were dirty. And every single one of those anglers, when I started to walk down the aisle, every single one of them stood up. And if they were wearing a hat, they took their hat off. And to me, everybody's like, I can't believe you got married in front of all these strangers. I'm like, oh no, no, no. If some of my family come to the wedding, that might've been strangers. These guys, that really is family. So, I mean, honestly, that's kind of what keeps me going is it's the first time in my life that I feel like I have all of this extended family that I can take care of and, um, you know, be like Miss Hospitality at certain events and, and just take care of things. And and I am a taker, carer of her. And so that is kind of, I think either you're born with it or you're not. And so I was born with it and didn't really develop a tribe to take care of until KBF came along in my life. So...
0: Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny that you kind of use that terminology that, you know, that tribe of taking care of people, because, you know, at, at every level, just in the short term, in the short time that I've been in the industry, we, we've seen you step up and take care of whatever needed to be taken care of in any situation. And so I, I think that it speaks volumes about a person's character and about about where they share their values that that, you know, there are times that, that, that there's drama in the sport and there's things going on, whether it's, you know, you know, somebody late checking in or fish being scored. Or, you know, or somebody's dues or somebody was in the big bass or somebody wasn't into anything. And, and you know, and, and you've kind of taken on this role of, you know, I, you know, I can fix it. I'll, you know, we'll find a way to do this or we'll do that. And so you've kind of become, you know, uh, as much as we use that title and we're kind of saying that kind of tongue in cheek. But it really is kind of becoming M- Mama KBF because you are the go to, you know, uh, a lot of times, you know, you know, even the other day I hit you up uh, trying to find times for uh, our dates you know, for, you know, for, for the FLW stuff. And so, uh, you know, just getting those right now, you know, I knew that I knew where Chad was, I knew he was busy. And so I went straight over to, you know, next, you know, next down the list was, you know, was mom KBF right there, ready to save the day. So, um, uh, we appreciate that. So qu- first question done, look at that. See how easy that was.
1: Yep. No fifth. None.
0: A- absolutely <laughs> easy. All right. So we got, we got, a, we got a bunch more people tuning in, uh, Keith Carpenter, Craig Die uh ryan lambert says love mama and put a big heart emoji up uh jamie dennison is kicking in going she's amazing all right guys y'all guys just because chad's not around y'all don't have to start hitting on her now okay chad's not far i promise uh josh tatum says what uh uh, josh says what's up uh all right so uh guys if y'all are just tuning in please be sure to give us a shout out and let us know where you're watching from and then go in and share because we just getting into this with question number one out of the way uh question number two Uh, the last time I saw you in person was at the FLW cup, uh, a week and a half ago. So it's been relatively, relatively soon. Um, you had, you showed up there with a, uh, with a glow (laughs) and an aura, and you know where I'm going with this. You had literally just come off of a plane and off of a drive from a, uh, you know, at the time, uh, uh, what, what, what could have been a once in a lifetime opportunity, but you've already said that you're going back. Tell us about this trip to Africa and, and what it was, why it was, and why you still now are beaming, uh, coming off of this trip and, and why it was so important to you. Tell us a little bit, a little bit about what you just did.
1: So it was, um, it was a mission trip and there was, it's not with, Uh, one particular church, it's a a mission uh, nonprofit organization out of Springfield, Missouri. And I happen to get kind of involved with this little group. And um, it's been on a bucket list for a while. Um, I've done a couple of mission trips and um, I always feel guilty. I hate it because I always feel like I get so much more out of a mission trip. And my goal is always to go and serve and and to leave a place better than, than when I came in. And I never feel that way when I leave. And so I've always, I've wanted for several years to do an international um, truly international mission trip. And so these ladies had um, the director of the nonprofit has actually opened several orphanages in Kenya uh, around different places. Most of them are fairly close to Nairobi, but some of them are in pretty outlying areas as well. And um, it's called Kenya's kids. And so Um, children are very, very near and dear to my heart. And so, um, when this opportunity came up, the kids are old enough that I thought either they can fend for themselves or Chad can like make them stay alive.
0: (laughs) Here's bread and peanut butter, figure it out.
1: Right. I mean, like, I knew he could help keep him alive, you know? And you know, so, <laughs> because, um, I mean, listen, 11 days is a long time to be gone. 11
0: days is a long time.
1: Yeah. A long time. And let me tell you, I've not recovered from everything I missed yet. But um, so, no, I had, I had. The most meaningful time of my life was there. We did a mission trip for an orphanage. We uh, flew in a bush plane to uh, up on the Mara right next to the Serengeti. I was actually was able to stand one foot in Kenya, one foot in Tanzania as we were driving to the next orphanage uh, over into a different town. And um, so we had a couple of days break, uh, that we got to see some awesome animals and kind of do the, the safari light thing. It wasn't the full safari experience, but it was amazing. And then we finished up with more of the mission for an orphanage. Um, so I, it was, it was amazing. I keep telling the best way I can describe it is nothing, nothing, not one thing was familiar. Not one thing, the way you turn on the light, the way, the language that you heard, um, driving, um if y'all want to experience y'all go, um <laughs> they have this different way of communicating where like if here if we honk like it's like get over idiot you know like that's what a honk means and there there's like a morris code honk and so every different honk means it's a different thing so it's incessant every these tens of thousands of cars are honk, honk 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 all the time and by the time you're in the car 15 minutes you're like I can't think it's crazy. Um, but it was so meaningful when I first got there, I was devastated. Um, they, you know, you have all these meetings beforehand and, and having gone on a mission before, I felt like, Oh, I'm going to be prepared. Like, I know it's going to be sad and obviously we're going to an underserved area and nothing could have prepared me for, for what I experienced. And I was just devastated. I mean, heartbroken at all the things that I saw in these children and the conditions that they're living in, which by the way, is like the conditions that they're living in is like them living in a mansion compared to where they came from. And I was just, I couldn't understand it. I couldn't wrap my head around it. While I was there, we did a ladies conference and I taught some lessons, which was really cool because everybody's speaking Swahili around me and I'm teaching lessons and, you know, very Southern English. And And they came up and they understood everything. And so that was very moving to me as well. But I realized on day three that every single person was joyful. Like they were beyond happy. Yeah. Full of joy. And I started thinking, how in the world is this possible? And by day five, I was jealous of what they had because I realized they are not being pulled in all of these different directions that we are. They're not in their phone all the time. They don't have Facebook Live. They don't have YouTube. They don't have TV. They don't have, you know, 73 sponsorship commitments that they've got to negotiate different things for. And, and they don't have people pulling them in all these different directions. They have to do everything themselves everything to stay alive but they're not pulled by all of this other stuff that we've become so accustomed to and i was jealous um when i first got there the first couple of days i was so full of anxiety because i couldn't answer text i couldn't get to my email i knew that there were anglers that had problems there were people who needed certificates of insurance there were people who had questions about payouts and there were invoices due and all of these things that i knew that i should be taken care of and i had a lot of anxiety but by that day three, four, and especially by day five, the rest of that trip, I was like, "Wow, this you is." You were
0: unplugged and and truly kind of tuned in to people that that, that didn't even know what being plugged in was. Yes. And and, and had it and had a piece, like you said, they were at ease inter- you know internally and truly grateful for what they have. You know, one you know one of the one of my favorite things, uh, you know, and not to, not not that I'm a big follower of Oprah, but Oprah Oprah uh, uh, did a big school. Uh, sorry, I'm going to really lose my man card, but, but Oprah uh, bit, lit, uh, opened a big school over there, uh, a young school for uh, for young girls over there. And, you know, one of the things she got hit on real hard was, you know, why, you know, why are you not putting that into, you know, into into schools here, into into systems and stuff here? And my favorite answer um, out, of, out of the interview and whatever it is that she said, the thing that sticks in my head was she says, when you go and you ask kids here what they need and what they want. They ask for an iPad or Nikes or, you know, I mean, or something along those lines. So where you go over there, they ask for education. They ask for a book. They ask for, you know, I mean, for you know, pencils and paper. And it's it's an entirely different culture and an entirely different, uh, you know, a uh, way of doing things. Right. And, you know, and, and and I'm glad that you my, my wife is a, is is uh, is a big missions uh, lady and was before, uh, you know, giving up her life for myself and three kids. But, uh, you know, she, uh, her father, her father is a, is a, is a pastor and they run a house of grace yeah. over in Thailand. And so she's been over there quite a bit. So to hear you talk and to see you light up, i S I've seen that in my own wife. Yeah. And, uh, and so it's, it's really, really cool. And what an amazing experience. And, and you, you're pledging that you're going to get the big man on a plane over there, right?
1: I am. I was hoping to go this October. I don't, I don't think that we're going to be able to go this October, um, you know, our lives are planned out about 20 months in advance. And I was like, maybe we could squeeze it in. That's not really a trip you squeeze.
0: Yeah, in. exactly.
1: Um, and so we're probably going to have to wait until 2020. But um, but yes, definitely he is going to go. When I first um, took the plunge and said 100% that I was going, I went to several meetings and, you know, we had prayed about it and talked about it. And when I finally said, okay, I put my deposit down today. He was like, Man. I wish I could go and this one was a ladies only trip there were just five of us who went and um and so I knew that you know he had a heart for that and he wanted to go back but we just there's another trip going in October and October is I don't know if y'all know this but it's a pretty busy time for KBF so um so we're not gonna be able to go this year but I'm relatively certain that we'll be able to pull that off in 2020 um I've kind of blocked off some time on the calendar and I run the calendar. So,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so
0: guys, when we're looking and going, how come there's no, uh, why is there, why is there no trail in May anywhere? I'm like, oh, well, uh, that's, that's, that's the Uber Strip to Africa. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, we'll all understand. You got You got a good support network around you. So, uh, all right, guys. So see question number two down and easy. Look at there. See there. You, you breezed right through that. Hold ya. Not Absolutely. That. Guys, welcome to Westbrook Wednesday. For some crazy reason, you guys are just tuning in. We're talking with the one and only Mama KBF herself, Miss Christy Hoover. Uh, we like you, love you guys. To if you're new to tuning in, tune in and uh, let us know where you're watching from, and go in and share this video and let, let people know, uh, you know, that you're watching along, so they can kind of come on and catch these last four questions that we've got for, uh, for for Mama Hoover here. We are uh, we're diving into question number three. Um, uh, you had a life before KBF. What? you were you're you're yeah exactly, I know it's shocking to some people <laughs> no. but uh you're you know in in the grand scheme of of you know of your husband's view and vision of what k b f is you're still relatively you know you're you're not quite a rookie anymore, but you know but you're you know but you're there, but you're so immersed in it that that it feels like you've been around forever right because you live this life twenty four seven it's human nature to pre judge and to pre lay out some thoughts and maybe judge is the wrong word, but you can't fight the instincts of thoughts that run through your mind. Right. So when you first kind of started getting, getting involved with chatter and seeing kind of what was going on and I know a little bit of that story, or I've heard some of that story, but, but you, you, you obviously have an idea or a preconceived notion. I think most of us do when people talk, you know, because we're so adamant about the sport and why we love it like we do. What, uh, what, what, what what was, what do you think was the moment that kind of either shaped or reshaped, um, what your mind about the industry? Because you had those preconceived notions, right? Everyone does. Right. So, Um, what was that? What was, what was the moment that kind of, that kind of turned that? I was like, you know what? This isn't what I thought it was. Or was it what you thought it was?
1: So, um, when we first met, um, and, and we talked, like, actually spoke for a very long time before I would go out with him, by the way. Um, and so by the time that I went out with him, you know, I'd ask a lot of questions. But I, I'm a water baby. Like, I grew up 10 minutes from Chick. Um, I was a whitewater guide on the Okoy River. I have been around water my whole life. And so in my brain, kayak was normal. Like, it didn't seem odd to me at all. Fishing seemed normal. That's okay. Putting the two together, I was like, "Huh? How are you going to get all your stuff on that little thing?" <laughs> <laughs> you know. And again, I'm I'm from the Okoye River, whitewater, so yeah. that's my preconceived notion of what a kayak is. So the first time that, um, of course, you know, like that was back in the day when he was with Hook One, and um, so after hours, one of our first dates, he was like, "Hey, do you want to go by and see the shop and see some kayaks?" I was like. Heck yeah! It was like 12 degrees. This was
0: one of the first dates, or this was the first date?
1: No, this was this was our second date.
0: Okay, date number two. He's already ready to show you the shop um, after hours.
1: Uh, and again, we I did not. So we met on Match.com. I don't know if everybody knows that. So, so I mean,
0: I knew that, but I didn't know you were going to throw that out into the world like that. That wasn't one of my questions, but I'm going to write that down now so we can lead into that. No, go right ahead. Go uh, ahead. So no,
1: so we. we <laughs> <laughs> Brad's
0: asking if he needs to drop those links for the viewers below. <laughs> absolutely.
1: absolutely. Um, but we talked for a good while before I would meet him. And he finally was like, so what's the next step? Like, how are you going to go from, you know, from talking in this dating app to meeting each other? And so that um, seems
0: that seems like a smooth way to go. Hey, how do I get your number?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, let me just tell you. So he sent me I don't know where he thought I was from because I am truly Southern. He sent me his number. And I replied, oh, no. I said, Oh, I am so sorry.
0: But oh, you know, nay, nay. I am
1: texting you. Oh, no. Where's <laughs> my number? You know, so, yeah. You know, he, how long
0: he, before the first text come in?
1: Oh, it, I mean, it was quick because. Oh, I, he was,
0: yeah, he was ready. He was already. Let
1: me just tell you. So we had spoken for probably, I don't know, two or three weeks in the app. Yeah. Not, I, I don't know if they've improved it because obviously I had not been back. But at the time, It sucked. Like the way that you communicate with people, like you have to wait for your notification, then you got to log on. And every time you, it was just a mess. And so shout
0: out match.com. Y'all need to get your stuff together.
1: Well, and they may have again. I mean, it's been a minute, (laughs) Um, so I'm sure that they've come a long way,
0: guys. Y'all, answer down below if you're if you're if you're a user of Match.com. Please feel free to answer down below whether or not their user (laughs) services are what you're looking for.
1: (laughs) A lot of people move to that text or meet for coffee a lot faster than I did, but um, yeah, I'm I'm southern. I'm slow. You know, I get it. A little slower. So anyway, um, so all of it kind of made sense. Then we got to hook one. On that second date, it was like nine o'clock at night. And I think we were probably in there like two and a half hours. I was digging through stuff. I was looking at everything. I was like, so tell me how this works. Tell me how this works. Like, I was so excited.
0: Mudder was running.
1: Oh, I was like, this makes so much more sense now. It's (laughs) you know, it's a sit on top kayak. And there's all this deck space and all your rod holders. Like, it all made sense all of a sudden. So he's like, do you want to go kayak fishing? I was like, Absolutely. I had on high heel boots with legs. It's like midnight,
0: right? At this point. Oh,
1: it's close. Yeah. And I was like, absolutely. And I'm already, and he was like, I didn't mean like right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I went, but I was ready, you know, like, why not? So we went, I mean, it was just like maybe a week later that we both had some time off and everything. But I guess from the very beginning, because I'm so uber competitive, um, I just couldn't wrap my head around how you could take this glorious beautiful experience like fishing and put yourself into this position to be uber competitive tournament fishing is is not for me i get it now i understand it but i personally i could never do it because for me i just love the experience i love being on the water i love nature i love catching fish i love figuring the fish out i love every aspect of fishing except somebody telling me when I can start and when I can stop. <laughs> I don't like that at all. <laughs> so, um, I don't you
0: like- and a lot of the kayak anglers actually share that in common. So a lot of the, a lot of, a lot of those anglers,
1: <laughs> they should hit me up. Cause maybe I could like change some things around. I don't know, but um, maybe a monthly challenge, you know, like maybe I could get into something like that. Yeah.
0: But- you guys, y'all heard it here first. We're making change here at here on Westbrook <laughs> Wednesday. You guys heard it here first what inbox. Not. Inbox, Christy Hoover. We're gonna we're gonna start change right here tonight on what Westbrook not. Wednesday. So, uh, uh, all right, Christy. So we're gonna roll on into uh, to question number four because I think it rolls into a little bit of what we're already kind of talking about. Okay. Um. You 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 since you know married the man and and came in and for the first uh, I don't know I guess even really what the first six months or maybe in the first year. I mean you were kind of being hands on but you weren't really full time with KBF.
1: Yes. That's so, not the question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: since then we fast forward through all through all of that and you've now taken on a much more pivotal role to where you're now a lot of times the the first face or the first voice that yeah. that city and county and even times state representatives are are seeing or hearing about KBF. Right. Um this is this is not an issue for you whatsoever because of what you did in your in, in your previous employment in insurance. You I mean, you know, I don't know if a lot of people know we don't have time to get into that, but but Christy basically ran an insurance empire uh, you know, prior to prior to KBF. So so she's got the ability to do everything that she's doing and then some. Um and so so when you step in these rooms now and these meetings with 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 these representatives again from city and county and state representatives, and you're and you're you're there representing KBF. Um, uh, when you're, when you're walking into those meetings, like, I mean, what, what, how are you prepped? Like, how are you prepared? Like, what are you, you know, what, what is, what's your, what's your MO going in there to, 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 to kind of, to kind of, you know, not I, I hate the word sell, but to, but to make these guys, I'm assuming most of them are males, make these guys want to, want to pay attention and understand that this is, that this sport is what we say it is.
1: Right. Um, to, to your first point, every industry I've ever been in is male-dominated, and so much the same as with tourism and state representatives uh, in any type of, of government. Um, obviously, there's there's women that are out there in that platform, but, yes, it's very male-dominated. I have to say, like, this is really, if we're going to call it a sales job, this is the easiest one I've ever had. And the, the reason why is because we built it first. We didn't go out to these places and and ask for anything in the beginning. We built it. We brought the tournaments. We ran the tournaments. And people in the city were like, wait a minute. What just happened in our city last weekend? So I'm at a point uh, now where I am invited to go to to five conferences a year. I just came back from one last week. And I am at a point where they are requesting appointments with me because they know nothing about kayak bass fishing and how the tournaments work. Um, a lot of these cities have done bass boat tournaments um, and they understand that and they're looking at different events that they can bring to their city and, and use their waters and use their their um, their facilities that they've spent so much money on. But they have no idea what we do. So I'm really in the catbird seat whenever it comes to explaining what kayak bass fishing is. I mean, obviously we have very professional pieces that I take in. Um, This past week I met with, I met with 60 people within the first 60 different cities within the first hour of being at this conference um, in this huge group setting. And so I I stood up in front of this group of, and all these people are coming to me because they want us to come there. Um, and so we're in. We're just in a, a really good position. But after that sixty, I met with fifty-one different cities, and I had taken the time before I left for Africa because remember, I flew in from Africa, drove to, yeah. Africa, and drove to this trade show that's the biggest of the year.
0: Working, um, working girl, working girl.
1: All the time, like my my suitcases were lined up in the car, <laughs> you know. Um, but I had taken the time before I left and I knew every single person who I was meeting with and I put, I downloaded their logo for their city or their sports commission. And then I had put kind of their menu options of looking at this. I mean, I did a lot of research. Like I really sometimes feel like I should write Navionics. Like I seriously (laughs) am going in and I'm looking up lakes and I'm looking up like where the launch sites are. I know so much about the bodies of water in all of these cities and unfortunately, a lot of them are cities that we'll never go to for a tournament. But I, I have so much fishing knowledge. Yeah. Um, and so I kind of can create a menu of options for them that might work um, for all for both of us, you know, the city government or state government and KBF. Um, so I just go in ultra prepared. I have a lot of information but really they just want to talk. They want to ask me questions because they've never seen anything like this and that makes my job so easy. They're so interested and who doesn't love seeing kayaks go by? Like it doesn't matter if you're an angler or not. Whenever you drive over a bridge and you're you see this beautiful water and this beautiful landscape and sometimes it's right at the right time with a sunset or a sunrise and you see these kayakers off like right in the distance it just makes you feel good. I don't care if you've never been on a kayak. I don't care if you've never fished before. It just makes you feel good, and so all of them kind of want that feel-good feeling for their city. So I'm just in a really good position. I mean, I have to. I'm supremely blessed to have the position that I have.
0: Outstanding, outstanding. Well, I tell you what, I, I I do know that that I, I've gotten to gotten to witness a little bit behind the scenes of the prep work and the and the, and, the, and the homework that you put into into what you're doing. And, uh, and guys, if any of you are having any kind of doubts, you're wrong because we are absolutely in good hands. Uh, she's, she's not just, uh, uh, uh Chad's wife. She's a, uh, she's she's a hurricane to, uh, to be reckoned with and anything she'd done to. And so I'm excited to see, you know, already what you're doing, um, you know, and, 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 and how you're and where you're growing next and, and helping the kayak community grow. So, you know, uh, I, I want to kind of branch off, and our next question actually kind of ties in a little bit about the male-dominated kind of world, and, and, and this sport really is still kind of a male-dominated industry. Um, you know, we haven't seen uh, a female angler yet on a, yet take first place. Uh, you know, uh, Miss Rebecca Golden, um, uh, uh, she came very close, uh, you know, a, a while back, um, but couldn't kind of quite get over that hump. We've got some phenomenal young female talent, uh, you know, coming up through the ranks and uh, you yourself, you know, I, I, I know that I've watched a lot of the, the, what was the name of the videos that you guys Miles did? Between. The Miles Between. If you guys have not seen the Miles Between uh, <laughs> with, with Christy and Chad sitting in a truck, me and my wife, some of the only videos I could get my wife to watch, we would sit up in the bed at night with the iPad and we watched every single one of them. There, It's just, it's phenomenal content. It's a lot of really good lessons because you were learning a lot like I was learning at the time. And a lot like a lot of other people are doing. And, and so you were asking questions and Chad was able to sit down and, and, uh, you know, once he understood the question that you were trying to ask, he was able to give an answer. But, uh, all that aside, uh, you know, in a, in such a male dominated sport, um, you know, what, 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 do, what, do, what do, what would you like to see out of the females coming up and, and coming in? And when do you expect us to kind of see a transition to where we, you know, where we get one of these amazing female anglers up on, you know, up on up holding a first place trophy?
1: Um, I feel like there are some phenomenal female anglers and I feel like any one of them could win at any point in time. I, I, I tell you, I I try to stay out of the back end attorney X now and I try not to look at the leaderboard after it's turned off, even though I kind of have that
0: you know, power, Billy. Right? Um, We're going to talk about that password too, by the way, a mental note. I'm going to write that down, Brad. We're going to yeah. talk about that password <laughs> too. We can do, <laughs> see what we can do to get I that, mean, that I password.
1: I don't even use it. Like not
0: every- going to happen guys. I'm not getting that password.
1: Like, Hey, is the password still the same? <laughs> never log in. Because I like that anticipation. You know, I like doing the check-in and not knowing. And I, I like, being surprised and being excited for the winner, just like everybody else is. Um, now, now in the beginning, I was like, let me see who this is. Cause I didn't know anybody, you know? Uh, but I can tell you a woman, uh, a female angler could win this at any point in time. I mean, literally any point in time. I will never forget. And this was way before I really knew a ton of stuff about KBF. It was the first national championship that I was a part of. So Chad and I had only been dating maybe four months at the time. And, the you know, I walked in, I was like, holy man, this is crazy, you know, and a woman walked up to me and I have no idea who it is. So if she's watching, I'm sorry, um, <laughs> but I have no idea. Of course, I didn't know anybody at that point. And um, she walked up to me and she said, when do you think that we're going to have a female division? I know nothing about KBF. I know nothing about anything. Right. And I said, I'm pretty sure that there is no difference in a woman fishing and a man fishing. So I doubt that'll happen. And it was just like the filter shut off. It came out immediately. <laughs> so that's how I feel. Like there are sports. There really are where a man would have, you know, some sort of athletic advantage. Fishing is not one of them. Fishing is 90% mental. It's preparation. It is studying. It is, getting your head out of your head and getting your head in the fishing game. It is not, um, you know, a woman can cast just as far as a man. A woman can tie a knot just as good as a man. A woman can set the hook just as good as a man. So it's really, there's no advantage or disadvantage. So there's never going to be a, a female league unless, you know, there's just a club that starts or something like that. And, and if so, I'm all for it. I'm not saying that it shouldn't happen. Just saying, that's not something that I well behind.
0: I completely agree, and I, I and I think most of the of 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 the 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 leaders in the female side of the sport, um, you know, would fully would fully contend. I've heard Christine herself say that you know she doesn't like to be called a female angler because she's an angler, you yeah, know. And
1: all the time they're like, "Are you a fisher woman?" I'm like,
0: "Yeah, no, 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 no." I, I tell you right now, and just about in just about any and every event, I would take Christine or Jean Wilson over over just about anybody you know i i i think gene wilson is a soulmate of mine that i was born to be with and and my my wife's kind of getting in our way uh because (laughs) i i think that me and gene wilson can really have something you know but you said right there that you think that fishing is 90 percent mental brad there's our problem bro we we don't have the mental capacity for this sport (laughs) i'm just saying who knew
1: i was going to solve your fishing problem there's there's there's
0: that's that's why we're dink city bro his fishing is ninety percent mental. I mean, you we, we pull up short every time.
1: Oh, I'm mental.
0: But not, <laughs> not. So, guys, once again, if y'all are just tuning in, uh, this is Westbrook Wednesday. We do this every single Wednesday night at eight thirty, where we give away a cool prize and we do an amazing interview that we call "Plead the Fifth. Tonight, we're sitting here with uh, Mama KBF herself, Miss Chris, uh, Miss Christy Hoover, and uh, and kind of and kind of walking through. So, if you're playing, if you if you're just tuning in now, you guys need to kind of catch up. Uh, we'll get to this. Uh, we got what? Two questions left. One question left, man. We got one, one question left. Wow. Okay. We are breezing right on through this. She's just knocking I'm lining them up and she's knocking them down. She ain't even broken a sweat yet. I think I've seen her touch her drink one time, Brad. Yeah. One time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah. All right. So question, question number six, our final question of the night. Okay. Um, you know that there was no way that you were going to get out of this without a Chad question. Like, you know, and in all honesty, I had this written at number five, but because we started talking about, uh, females and, you know, in the sport in a male dominated world, I moved question six up. So this was actually supposed to be question five. Not that that matters. I don't know why I'm even saying that. (laughs) So, but you're not getting out of a Chad question. All right. So, um, throughout the industry, there's a lot of, because, because Chad and KBF have been, Chad's been thinking of this in this industry for as long as, as you uh, just ask Chad, you know, I think he came out of the womb with a paddle and a rod like sure. ready to rock and roll. Yeah. And I got to meet his mom at the wedding a couple weeks ago. So that's, that's very possible actually. Yeah. Uh, shout out mama Hoover. Um, but, uh, in the industry, there's a lot of people that knew Chad, what we call BK. I don't know if you're aware of this. We call this BK before Christie, right? So there's a timeline yeah. of yeah. Chad Hoover, yeah, right? Yeah. Much like the timeline of the Bible.
1: Yeah.
0: And there's a BK, which is which is the Chad before Christy. Right? I'm not getting sacrilegious. My, my if we lose all power here, then we know God doesn't want us having this conversation. So we'll we'll that's yet to be determined. Okay, so stay with me. So follow along this line of, of 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 the the history, the Hoover history, right? The Bible that is the Hoover history of of Chad Hoover. There's a time BK, right? And there's a lot of guys, uh, you know, uh, Corey Dreyer, Craig Die, Ron, and Jay. There's a lot of guys that know Chad BK, yeah, right? I have gotten to, I, I've, I've come on very strong in the last year and a half, two years in this industry and gotten to, to meet a lot of these guys, spend a lot of time with these guys and almost every single one of them references the BK time. <laughs> and then we reference the AK, which is, you know, which is the after Christie and he's such a, he's changed right for, for, for the, for the better. I think everyone would absolutely agree for the better. What do you think it is that's been so beneficial to both your guys' lives? Because I do know a little bit of your backstory, and we're not getting into all of that here. Um, but me and you are friends outside of outside of work. And and what do you think it is that's been so beneficial in both of each other's lives to affect this this positive change that both of you guys have found in the last two years or so?
1: So I, I, I'm not a huge fan of this song at all.
0: Uh oh, Brad, get ready with YouTube links.
1: <laughs> but um, it's
0: like some Sarah Evans I'm feeling. But
1: no, no, we're, we're <laughs> not taking animals today. Um, <laughs> no, um, God bless the broken road. Um, we both it's little rascals, right? Yeah, not little rascals. <laughs> yeah, little rascals. That's it. Little rascal flats.
0: Little rascals. That's an entirely <laughs> different. Yeah. I told you the 90 cent mental, right? Sorry. Go ahead, Christy.
1: But I think that, you know, both of us, we met each other at a time when we were both very broken um, in, in different ways and some in the same ways. And I think that the parts that we were whole, the parts that we were healthy were the missing parts for the other one. And so the things that were, were broken and, and injured in him, those were the, the last healthy pieces I had. And so when I was able, you know, to talk to him and help him along, then, you know, I was able to help a little bit with that, those wounds healing of the broken pieces. And and he did very much the same way that all the pieces that were broken in me were the, the ones that were healed in him. And so that were healthy. And, and so it was just a really good compliment. And I think, you know, I'm not, I mean, I ain't lying. It, it is not easy every day living in else i mean for either of us um because i don't know if i mean not everybody out here knows this scott you know this like i am a spitfire like this red like it, it's deep like it's real you know it comes from deep inside and
0: Oh, absolutely deep. and if anybody spent more than 10 minutes with chad you know that chad's an alpha and that chad's you know yeah. chad's gonna run chad show and do what chad does yeah. um you know and 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 so and that's what i say you know to to see both of you guys as backgrounds and see where you come from there's been such a beneficial change in both of your lives. And I think that they, even the fans, you know, that even if you go back and you watch some of the older YouTube videos that you go back and you watch and you see, um, you know, you, you guys are both carrying it, you know, carrying yourselves and carrying each other a little bit different. You know, I've been able to witness a change in the kids yeah. and, you know, uh, you know, as, as a member of a little bit of the extended of this, this KBF family. Um, you know, and I, and I think it's just, it's, it's been, it's been an amazing blessing for both of you guys. And, uh, and I just, you know, I want to take an opportunity to just congratulate you both on on being such uh, such pivotal, uh, pivotal pillars in each other's lives, because y'all do y'all do heads. You do balance each other out. Um, you know, we've had conversations, you know, I, it, it's you know, it, it's hard to 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 be in a relationship to where I mean, you guys are together, I'm, you know, 24 hours a day almost when you're together because you work together. You live together, you know. I mean, you know, everything revolves around everything, both in business and at home. You know, and, you know, and, and you, you know, you have to, you know, you're married to a coworker, so to speak. Well, you and know.
1: there's a lot of conversations that start in this house. That hold on, am I talking to my boss or my husband right now? Yeah. And and, and we have those lines, and and you have to have because <laughs> I'm talking to my boss. Um, we're equal. You know, and and I and I will stand up and and we will go toe to toe if it's something that I believe in for this company, um, but if it's my husband, then you know I, I submit as I'm supposed to. Um, you know that is I, I feel very strongly about that, but that that is a conversation that we have on the daily. Um, hold on, is are you my boss right now? Or are you my husband? <laughs> and, that, and that changes the answer. That changes the posture. Um, yeah. You know, it just changes how you think about things, but. It is, it is difficult. It is. And I don't think that if you've never experienced that, then, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are like, Oh, I would love to work with my wife all the time. You wouldn't. Uh, Because your wife can't be your wife when you're really running a business. You have to be coworkers and you have to, everybody has different ideas and different ways of doing things. And so you're, you're going to kind of butt heads. And I think it, I think everybody would probably agree though, that, I mean, everybody knows he's a very, very strong personality and there had to be somebody with just as strong a personality to come along for him. Like there couldn't be some little meek girl who would just be like, "Oh, okay," you know. <laughs> like, oh
0: yeah, no, absolutely. Got it. Got would have gotten bulldozed a long time ago. So <laughs> uh, I tell you what, bonus question. As uh, uh I'm gonna I, I'm yeah. I'm gonna give you a bonus question here real quick. But I wanna I wanna ask uh, answer Michael uh dirkman he says i'm confused i thought this was about fishing and michael if you're the first time tuning into the show uh you're absolutely right this is about fishing and, and 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 what we can all say that everyone that's involved in this sport and around the sport is uh is fishing is a lot more than just knots and ropes and and you know and, and and hooking this and hooking that there's there's a life that goes on on the water and uh you know and and i for one and everyone involved at westbrook supply co and around kbf will tell you quickly that uh that there's you know, there's there's a lot of community that goes on in this sport and around these little plastic boats. And that's what this show is about. We talk about fishing, we talk about anything and everything, but this show here is about the community around kayak bass fishing. So I hope that answers your question there. Um secondly, uh bonus question, Chris, just because you've kind of slayed these things, your <laughs> husband came on uh, Westbrook Wednesday uh back at the 10? 10 Invitational, I think we had him on. Amen. I believe he cried on the show. So you're one up him there. You didn't cry tonight. But uh he did uh, we did drop some knowledge.
1: I just want to put that out. I didn't at the wedding, but he did.
0: Oh <laughs> shots fired <laughs> I'm just saying I'm just saying shots fired <laughs> so but uh but so bonus question, uh and I think you can answer this kind of kind of simply, maybe I think you can. uh Chad, we found out that Ch- that one of Chad's guilty pleasures uh is uh whats what's the what's the Italian show on MTV? Now, my mind is blank. No 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 on MTV uh Jersey Shore. So one of Chad's guilty pleasures was Jersey Shore, right? What is mama what is mama KBF's guilty pleasure? Do you have one?
1: Um either Pinterest or essential oils. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and we're back to being a typical woman.
1: <laughs> and we're back. I, mean, I can talk to you. I was going to, that gentleman who asked about the fishing. I mean, we can drop some fishing pictures in here and I can answer some fishing questions for sure. But when I'm not doing that, I am on Pinterest. I love cooking and I do love me some essential oils. <laughs> so, oh, and the most exciting day of the month, every single month is when I get my box of cleaning. It's
0: Westbrook Wednesday. No, no, no. Christy, you're doing this wrong. Yeah, look, no, I'm going to let you fix that.
1: That's every week.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Once a month I get this box of cleaning supplies. I love it. When I, get my cleaning. <laughs> a, I love some cleaning. So, Absolutely uh, love I'm it. just, I'm a typical girl. I love to read. Um, probably my, my guilty pleasure is honestly like making little concoctions of my essential oils. And like, I'll mix all kinds of things together and be like, well, this is good for this. And this is good for this. And this is good for this. And I'll be like, Oh my gosh, that sounds like dirty feet. Like, so, but that's,
0: that's probably my guilty pleasure. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Christy Hoover, you guys smash that like button, smash that heart button. She did a phenomenal job. Thank you, Thank you so much for coming on with us, Miss Christy. Uh, once again, you know, just rain and radiated inside. There's a ton of comments down below with everybody giving you some love and props. So make sure you go back in whenever like you get your phone off of the tripod in front of you and yeah. uh, and and yeah, go that's in and respond to the
1: thing right now. That's the only thing about this. This setup is I can't see in the comments, but I'll go back in and answer all of
0: them. Yep. So there you go, guys. She told you guys first. First, if you got questions down below, yeah. uh, If you are, if there's something we missed, or you want to kind of, you know, fill in on one of the topics that we touched on, uh, Christy will uh, happily. I believe that you're going to try to get. Uh, you're going out tonight, right? You're all dressed up, got the boots on, looking when- good, feeling fresh. Going to get the husband to take you out tonight. Y'all got no kid.
1: So we well we ran out to dinner right before this, and oh, okay. half of our dinner in to go boxes because I was like. <laughs> It's taking too long. Um, So we kind of did like a half date and now we're going to go get on um, like athletic clothes and we're going to go for a walk downtown Nashville, but like actual like walk, walk, like fitness. So. well
0: well, well. send me a selfie so that I can post it up at the bottom of this interview Chrissy we love you so much I can't wait to see you again and I love uh, you
1: guys thank you and Scott thank you so much for having me I really appreciate it
0: no problem darling we love you to death and uh, I can't wait I mean no, you know what now that I'm thinking about it I don't even know like when I get to see you next and that's that's heartbreaking but I'm sure we'll talk seven or eight times tomorrow
1: yeah, I'm sure it's not long <laughs> I mean it can't be very
0: long no it can't be you're right <laughs> <laughs> so but anyway uh thank you so much for coming on uh, uh mama kbf we sure appreciate it guys y'all stay tuned uh miss chrissy i'm gonna let you uh let you see yourself out we're gonna get ready to do our uh, our westbrook wednesday giveaway we're gonna talk about the angler spring update uh coming up right now so uh guys if you guys are not familiar with uh with the angler company and i'm actually gonna slide over i'm gonna slide this mic up and let brad step in here with us brad come on in bro so we, get, we got a new setup guys so y'all kind of bear with us here uh, so I'm going to slide in over here. Look, we're kind of doing the twinsy thing here, bro. Look at that. We're looking like twins. So if you guys are not familiar with the angler company who we're both repping hard right now, um, they are a, uh, they're a software company and, uh, they're doing phenomenal things. And today, this morning they launched their biggest software update to date. And, uh, so, uh, there's been a ton of, uh, of, uh, of different giveaways and ton of different things going on. And uh, Westbrook Supply, I like like most of the times, are doing things a little bit bigger and better than than the next guy. And so we are uh, we're giving away two of the Angler Bullseyes, which is the Bluetooth device that that me and Brad keep on top of our keep on top of our hats. The uh, uh, the Bluetooth device that you can wear on the lanyard around your neck. What the Bluetooth device is is basically actually a remote control for the software. Um, one of the updates that they've done, if you guys are familiar with the product. Some of my favorite updates that they've done, and we can't talk about them all now because it's too much to unpack, but there's plenty of opportunity. If you guys go to angler.com.
1: I posted the link for angler.com as well as the link to for iTunes to download the app.
0: Absolutely, guys. So so it works on Android and iPhone. Um uh and so you guys are able to go in. You guys can also follow the hashtag angler spring update. There's a ton of giveaways, tons of opportunity. Um, but tonight we're gonna give away two of these bullseyes. We're giving away an Angler, uh, an Angler cap um i think it's a trucker stock app i actually don't have that with me uh that'll ship straight from angler and uh and then we're going to give away a uh a 12 month uh premium mat pack subscription that's valued at about 50 bucks um so with the bullseye it's not something that you have to have you guys are absolutely don't you don't have to have the bullseye this is kind of acts as a remote control for the software but some of the updates that i did included two kit two patches two kind of of new things that the bullseye represents so and one of my favorite is I believe, uh, I'm actually running a trip right now. Let me get my phone pulled up. Um, but I'm running a trip right now and I wanted you guys to see uh, that, when you, that when you're that when you running a trip and, uh, and, you, and you have your phone out on the deck, right? You have your phone out on the boat or on the kayak or wherever it is that you're at and you, and you catch a fish, it used to be a step process to where you'd go in and you'd log that fish, you'd go in, you'd open your phone, you'd go in and open the camera, or open the app to be able to log that fish. Now, when you press the bullseye, and you smash that your phone actually kicks over into um, into the software to where it opens your camera up for you. And so it allows you to go in and take a picture of the fish right there without having to do any kind of further steps. So um, the other thing that they've done that would that, that that change with the bullseye is once you hold the bullseye and you hold it for three seconds, it drops a waypoint on that particular map that you're on uh, on that trip that you're on and allows you to go back in later on and to, and to, and to do a gear switch. So, you know, Brad, if you were out you know, fishing and you were fishing a Ned rig, for instance, because.
1: Always have a Ned rig.
0: Sometimes Brad throws a Ned rig. Sometimes, sometimes he throws a Ned rig. But if you were going to change up gear, instead of having to spend more time in the app and more time in the software, three seconds hold down, you're going to get a waypoint in right there that just changes gear. What would be the second rig that you're going to have tied on there?
1: Whopper, whopper, frog. I don't know. Whopper, whopper, whopper.
0: Frog? Hey, yeah. frog bite could be on. So anyway, Brad, you've got a winner for us, right? I, I hope so. I
1: do.
0: Brad, man, go ahead, and go ahead and give us a winner for this package.
1: Uh, Damon, also known Dame Smith, he picked on his map Gunnersville for the twenty twenty national championship. Followed all the criteria, tags and friends. That's a, it's a high dream right there. Everybody, That's, everybody wants to fish the national championship. I was
0: saying his name was Damon. Damon Smith. Damon Smith, my brother, he put in the to the the Gunnersville twenty twenty. You've won the entire uh, angler swag pack with the two bullseyes, the uh, the one year premium map packs, and the trucker cap. So uh, that's it. We got it pulled up on the screen there. Yeah, absolutely, man. Congratulations. Um, but that's about it for us tonight, guys. Uh, next week interview is a uh, is a good one. Next week interview. Yes. Yes. Next week's interview is a good one. We may even have to kind of sneak into that and kind of maybe drop some hints uh, over the weekend. Uh, I know there's a lot of things going on this weekend with uh, with the, the Hobie BOS series up on Kentucky Lake and then the uh, uh, the the Lake George up in New York with um, the KBF event up there. So lots of things going on. Uh, once again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, congratulations, uh, Damon Smith, uh, who, who threw up the Gunnersville 2020 National Championship post. Uh, uh, Westbrook's own Gene Jensen and I think Mike Manavon and I think even Dean Bullen are already all – uh, uh and, you know, uh, qualified for that event I mean you need some work to do. If, we're gonna, if we're gonna, do it, uh, no, it's wedding season. It's wedding season. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate that. <laughs> Best friend. So, all right, guys. So this is the last time you guys will see Brad Cody. <laughs> I'm Scott Future. <Butcher. laughs> this is Westbrook Wednesday. Uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in so much. Uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Tackle your dreams.